It's Alex, and this is the motherfucking podcast. It's the motherfucking pot. So the word motherfucker is a noun. It describes a person, place, or thing. the headquarters of the motherfucking podcast uh you already know what it is man i'm in hq as always representing the 504 on the west bank as you already know man i have a special guest in the building uh she has a great tiktok content that she puts out every week shit i would say every day every day uh <laughs> it has consumed her life and she is dope at what she does y'all meet y'all need to check her out um, but first and foremost, let me give it up to the 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 food vixen of New Orleans, Alex Robinson. What's that? <laughs> that was a really nice introduction. <laughs> I feel like you're giving me so much credit. Yeah, man. Look, people need to know what's up, man, because there's a lot going on in the city, um, and I think you're a great part of what's going on. So, uh, salute to you, what you've been doing. But first and foremost, Alex, where can people find you? Uh, at your content directly. Yeah, I'm at Alex Robinson with two X's on both TikTok and Instagram. I post once a day, sometimes twice a day about things to do in New Orleans, restaurant reviews, event reviews, and just about my life here and my life in general. Now, I, I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna start with the negative first and get it out the way. Uh, there is a lot of good uh, restaurants out there in the, in the city, even on the West Bank. There's a, There's a few on the West Bank. Not a lot, but there's a few on the West Bank. But uh, I have one in particular. I don't want to really bash them, but I can't help it but to bash because it was just a, that bad of an experience. And it hurts me even more because it's Black-owned. Oh, no. I don't, <laughs> I don't, the worst one to bash. I know, and but I, I got to be real because I don't want to oh, send no, people. keep it real. Keep I don't want to send people that I, I, I really rock with and be like, yeah. yo, oh, what you think about this place? Mm. Yeah, it's embarrassing when you refer people to a place that's not good. I'll start it off and I'll let you tag in. Okay. <laughs> but okay. um, I don't know if you've been there yet, but I went to Cafe Bisa. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, in Orleans Paris. It's right not. It's right off of uh, Decatur, if I'm really? if I remember right. It's in the quarters. Yeah, it's in the French Quarter. Um, it's black owned and. The one time that I went, I will say it's the one experience that I had. Uh, I had a weird waiter and I had some bad food, uh, which is a bad combination. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm not going to mention all the, the, the weird things that the waiter did because that's not related to the food. Right. I don't think that's fair. Yeah. Um, but the food itself, the food was just, it just was average. Yeah. You can't really be average in New Orleans. And a lot yeah. of the times when I do make negative comments, especially I'll get comments from a lot of tourists or maybe people who don't eat out as much as I do. Mm. And they're like, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was so good. It's like, it is good. Right. Mm. But right. this is New Orleans. Like you have, like, I feel like you're competing against some really amazing stuff. You got to bring it in, in New Orleans. Right? Some of the Food best wise? restaurants like in the States and you want to come out with something that's average. That's not seasoned or like, you know, like, you can't do that you have to like bring the best right all right what, what would be a restaurant that 
you don't mind saying on air that was didn't live up to par. I ain't gonna say it was terrible or nothing like that. Because I already did a video on them. Okay. A lot of uptown restaurants are overrated, by the way. Oh. I think that um a lot of people who are not who don't live in the city think New Orleans is uptown. Like Garden District, like that area. So a lot of people go there and they eat the food over there and they're like, this is amazing. Um, so an example of that is La Petite Grocery. Mm. I also hate places that are expensive and not good. That pisses me off. Like <laughs> I hate dropping two hundred dollars on a meal. That Ooh, leaves me. That's a good point. Disappointed. That is a good point. So, um, and it was good, but if I'm gonna go spend over a hundred dollars on a meal, I want to be. I want it to be one of the best meals I'm having because there's there's so much good cheap food in New Orleans. Like I can, yeah, go, I can go eat at the gas station and it tastes better. Like I don't want to have nothing to do with it. Now, people that might be that's not from New Orleans. I know we just said food from a gas station. Before you even start rolling your eyes and, and ready to <laughs> click on something else, food food at gas stations in New Orleans is actually really good if you go to the right places. Um, I would say, uh, yeah, Durban D Food Store is a is a pretty good one. It's in Gretna. Um, if you want to get a good pull board from there, that's a good place to go. Um, Wags Foods is another good one. It's in Marrero on the West Bank. Um, it's not it's not a gas station, but it's it's it has a similar feel to it. The corner stores. Yeah, it looks like yeah. a corner store, but it's the food is amazing there. Um, if you go to the right, if you go to the right brothers, brothers is so good. If you go to the right brothers, not every brothers is not all built the same, even though it's ran by the same company. Uh. But usually, if you if you especially if you late at night, and I and we talked about this before, uh, coming home late at night from the club or something, or going out late at night or whatever, and you just and nothing's really open after yeah. like two in the morning. Unless you want fast food, like I'd much rather eat at a gas station than eat at like. McDonald's. Absolutely, because you don't know. That, we ain't even getting to that. That's a whole nother story. But I guarantee you, if you go to the Wright Brothers, and I would say certain ones, um, even if they're even a Danny and Clyde's, there's a few of those left. Um, and I may, I think maybe one or two time savers. Um, there's a time saver in, in Gretna. There is a Dan and Clyde's in Gretna right there by the mall, by Oakwood mall. So there's a lot of good places to go check out. Um, what would you say was a good restaurant that you came across and was exceeded expectations? Okay. So recently on mm-hmm. Decatur, they've opened up a spot called St. John. Okay. And it's uh, by the same people that own Grigri. I've never been to Grigri, but I've heard great things about it. I heard of them. Yeah. And um, I'm, I was really expecting this place to be overhyped because uh, they were getting something in this industry um, is that they influencers will go and try out a place and they'll be like, it's amazing. It's so good. And I'm like <laughs> rolling my eyes. Like, is it really good? I'm about to tell you all the truth. Mm. And um, it was so good. I was like, we got so much food, not like three appetizers, three on two of us, Damn. three entrees. Okay. I don't think we got any dessert, but like I was blown away. The dude, uh, the chef is from New Orleans. He's mad cool. Um, he was great to talk to. And they have these smothered turkey necks that were good. They had um came if like you if, potatoes. If you come to New Orleans, you better get some smothered turkey necks from somewhere. Is that like I will say that. That's what I'm saying. Like with gas station food, like that's something that I might get like a crawfish boil, like a gas station, like, but this was like, it was cool seeing like an elevated restaurant do some turkey necks and like mm-hmm. they were fantastic. 
they did a duck um that was really good with like a pork belly fat like just really elevated dishes with true new orleans flavor um and it was just executed perfectly and it's a great atmosphere they have a balcony so that's okay. something i'm raving about lately and it's new okay I never give new restaurants a chance oh, where's it located at it's on decatur in the quarter decatur yeah all right you know yeah i'm, I'm definitely gonna try that one out definitely it's great for like a date or like you know go do something nice Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. So, um, so that's one place that you mentioned. Um, I mentioned a few that's actually pretty good. Like I said, uh, Wags Foods is another w- good one on the West Bank. On Orleans side, I would say one that I would recommend, um, I would say Morrow's. I know Morrow's is a high over, I don't know. I don't know if you I like, like Morrow's. I like okay. Morrow's. I was about to say, <laughs> I love Morrow's cause I like, it's more than just the food. I like the food. Um, it's a great vibe in there too. Um, it is a great vibe. It's a great vibe in there. Um, I haven't been to Treehouse yet, um, but I want to try it out. What, what, what do you? What do you? No, what's you thinking just, over there? I have beef with it's one sided beef okay. on my end. I have one sided beef with Larry Morrow because <laughs> I just don't like the way that he does business. Okay, but I will go to Morrow's because the food is so good and like I can't resist and it's down the street from my house and I do recommend it all the time. But like. I have gone to some of his parties and I've seen like people get scammed. I've really? seen them do really shady things to get more money out of people. Oh shit. Um, and I don't really like that. And I don't really want to support someone who does things like that. Um, Fair these enough. are things that I've experienced personally. It's not like hearsay or anything like that. Um, but that's why I don't really go to like Treehouse and have you been to Treehouse or no? I haven't. I mean, I've been wanting, I've actually reached out to them because my thing is, is that I don't want to pay to get in. I'm not paying to get into Treehouse. I want to, let's collab. Let's do something. That's cool. And um, I haven't heard back, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going unless I get invited there. Um, but I think like a good um, place to go instead of treehouse i think like culture park has a similar vibe to them and they love i do like culture Nick, park. the owner he also um just opened chow mm-hmm. i love him i think he's like a great example of like really? a great black business owner like he just treats people well he's not trying to scam people he's not like he really generally wants people to have a good experience not just take money from them i'm glad you brought that up because i recently just went over there maybe about a maybe about three weeks ago and i enjoyed it i loved it fun. i, I ain't think a little hot at first i was a little skeptical i was like uh. like a garage <laughs> <laughs> i was a little skeptical i was like man i don't know if i want but i should have been known i should have known not to judge a book by its cover especially in new orleans um you know we do things a lot differently down here so uh, but you're right. That is a, one of the best new places that I've, I've visited recently, um, and I loved it. Yeah. Um, I haven't been back for a second time, but I definitely want to go back. Um, another good place that I went to was, I don't know if a lot of people know about it, and it's an uptown restaurant, okay. but it's uh, Le Crepe Nanu, and it's a French restaurant. Mm, I've never been there, but French food is my favorite. I love it. Um, if you love mussels, yeah. that's one of their specialties over there. You would love it um as, as an appetizer or as a, a part of your meal um 
But yeah, I would definitely always recommend La Crepe Nanu is a great place. I've never even heard of that. And I'm like really? always looking for French spots. Yeah. It's now it, it is a bit of a neighborhood restaurant. That's perfect. Um, yeah. so it's it's a lot of neighborhood p- patrons that go there that only <laughs> they know about. Yeah. There's a lot of hidden restaurants in New Orleans that There's so many that a lot of people don't know about. Um, that is one of them, and they've been around for a little while. Um, I got a chance to meet the owner. Um I, his name is escaping me, but I, I did get a chance to meet him. Does he just own the one restaurant? Because I know here it's like it'll be like group. Like a lot of people own group. I don't know if I don't know if he owns anything else, but um but he lives well, I don't want to tell you where he lives, but he, he <laughs> it, the place is pretty good that I that I went to. It's right there. Um it's right off of Britannia and upper close to Upline and Britannia. It's right a block away to a block over. Uh, the name of the street is escaping me, but it's right off of uh, Britannia. The food is great. If you love French food, I mean, French is a part of our culture down here, so you would love this place. It's really good. Um, and the atmosphere is really good, too. Yeah? Yeah, it's like a almost like a nightclub type of feel. Really? Yeah. Is it black-owned or is it? No, it's oh, not. Okay. I feel like most places that are like a club vibe within, within a restaurant are like, like Paray, like places like that. I will say it is more of, it is a bit of a bougie spot. I ain't gonna lie. I do like the bougie vibes of certain places, but yeah. uh, it's a it's a bougie type feel. I love bougie places, but it the price is price is good though. Okay, you wouldn't think the way it looks. It looks bougie. The people that go in look bougie, but the but prices not are not. Money. No, you're not spending a lot of money That's going good. there. Yeah, so it's dope. Yeah, I went to um, Restaurant Rebirth the other day. That's in the warehouse okay. districts, and I've been hearing great things about it. Um, people commenting for me to try it mm. and I thought it was good but this is like what I was talking about whenever things are overpriced yes my entree was $43 Ooh. yeah Ooh. Thought, yeah what did you get what I did you get scallops and like you can get scallops at GW Finns. like I was looking it up because when I did my re- well when I'm gonna do my review I didn't want scallops at Miyako's for cheaper than that right I didn't want to <laughs> be like Oh, I'm overpaying for these scallops. So I went and looked what other people in New Orleans, other high-end restaurants in New Orleans were charging for scallops. Okay. And not one of them exceeded like $35. So I'm paying Absolutely $43 <laughs> for they were very they were good, but they weren't better than the other ones that were charging around 30. So it felt like a little I don't like things that are overpriced. You yeah. know, and I get it, you know, restaurants have been going through like, especially through the pandemic, like a hard yes. time, but you shouldn't be charging more than other. If it was all going up, like everyone was raising their prices or everyone was serving scallops for $43, fine. But it was just them. I'm glad you brought that up. And now a lot of restaurants, even some of my favorite restaurants that used to be in the city have gone away. Um, like, uh, and, it, and it is not only just a New Orleans issue, it's a, a nationwide issue. But it's even harder on New Orleans uh restaurant owners especially if they only have one restaurant because it's so competitive um as you can see there's not a lot of big chain restaurants in new orleans either um there's only a few of them that that can maintain that same that same status that they have in other big cities um but melting pot was one that i loved at melting pot did you i worked at melting pot for two years it was my favorite job oh shit you know i might have seen you there. <laughs> no at the one in baton rouge oh okay 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 yeah but like uh the melting pot that used to be on saint charles i used to love that used to be my go-to spot love um, melting pot that was a great uh it was a great date spot it was a great yeah. date spot um 
and it had that nice uh, subtle vibe to it um and the food was great a little slightly pricey but it was still worth it though paying for the experience it was definitely worth it yes i agree all right so i i got a question for you um the restaurant i, I guess it's not a restaurant it's a place that holds many different mini restaurants st ron market yeah so what would you what is your critique or i guess or your review of the st ron market i i st rock market is really problematic um because for for a lot of people yes um, i <laughs> i've educated myself on it but i didn't experience it because i didn't live here at the time but pretty much like it was supposed to become like a affordable grocery store um which is kind of ridiculous because they opened up a food, they have a food co-op across the street from there. That's supposed to be like a community grocery store. Mm -hmm. And I can't afford to shop there. It's like more expensive than Whole Foods, like $5 for pasta. Shit. And I'm like, okay, even if, I feel like even if they were to have opened up a community grocery store at St. Rock Market, it probably would have ended up just like food co-op where <laughs> nobody can even afford to shop there. But I, so I don't really have any issues with it because with St. Rock Market, I have issues with the government who funded it to be a certain thing and that it became something else. Right. But I do appreciate how they give local people an opportunity to create yes. restaurants on a smaller scale. Like there was like a Haitian spot over there um, that was at St. Rock Market for a long time. And he just opened up his own restaurant. He's doing he? really well based on, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Based on um, his okay. IG, he seems like he's doing really well. So I think it... Yeah, maybe the beginning of it, it was, you know, kind of shady and not what people wanted. Um, and I can understand, like, the issues with that. But I think that it's become something that locals can make, make you know, build on. Yeah. I would say it, for a person like myself that has been living in the city, uh, both on the West Bank and Uptown at times, um, it was heavily gentrified uh, of a market. And it was a wannabe of what it was, should have been, I guess. Do you think it was gentrified it, because was there people who were outside, like who didn't live in New Orleans, who were, who were inside of St. Rock Market? <sighs> All right, I'll put it like this. So, like, if I go to a Haitian restaurant or if I go to a Jamaican restaurant, um, I would like to see a Jamaican or Haitian person cooking the food. That's my the thing. The guy who the guy is Haitian. No, no, no. Oh, I'm not saying not, that this guy is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm giving you an example of what yeah. I've seen over there, and I've seen like certain ethnic uh foods over there or restaurants over there, and it wasn't any ethnic people working there of the culture. It was you know, it was white people, and it was like that's fine. I understand that, but the food is just you can feel the food textures. Um, when it's cooked, you can, you can feel the love and when it's cooked the right way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's some of the experience that I, I've, I've noticed. I went to a Jamaican spot that was over there. I don't know if it's still there. It's been years since I've been over there, but no, I don't think so. I would know. Okay. <laughs> there, was, there used to be a Jamaican <laughs> spot in there and it wasn't any Jamaicans in there. <laughs> Damn. So and, who's, but whose restaurant is it then? Like, is that St. Rock Market's fault or the person who's putting on a front that they have a Jamaican food spot? Or is a Jamaican person, the Jamaican person own it and they're just hiring white people to work there? We don't know. That's I don't know. Point. I just feel like I get it, but, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't go well, there. I will say this. 
as a as a i feel like it's it's a good tourist place to go to it's definitely i always I, recommend tourists to go there if tourists if you're if you're curious to, you don't you don't know where to go and there's a lot of different variety over there it, they do that have that they do have that they have a lot of different things that you can try but as a person that's been living in the city and you i mean i guess you kind of spoiled in a way when it comes to food if you're a person that's lived here for 20 30 years or even longer than that you're expecting a, a certain type of authenticity to the city and it just doesn't give that vibe to it yeah. i just don't get that vibe from there yeah i see i think it gentrifies in a way where it is a big tourist thing yes um i don't think that locals want to go there not only because of the history but because of the food quality i yes. think that if there were people in there like throwing down amazing New Orleans style food. Oh yeah, it'd, it'd be, be jumping. Popular. Yeah, absolutely. You do have a good oyster happy hour though. Sometimes I'll give in for that. Uh oh, yeah, they do like dollar oysters. What place you talking about? Allegiant Seafood. Oh, there it is. Allegiant Seafood. Yeah. I mean, nah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, see, trying to give me a reason street. to go back. So, and I sometimes I crave. They're the only place in the neighborhood that has um, raw oysters. So, let me actually. I'm glad you brought up that because uh, I recently went to uh, Charleston, South Carolina, not too long ago. And um, I tried some oysters out there, and oysters is a big specialty out there in Charleston. And they do it completely differently than the way we do it, obviously. Really? Oh yeah, they they it's more of a steamed type of thing. Ugh, I don't really like steamed oysters. Oh, so you understand? So you've been familiar with the difference between steamed and um, the way we do it down I'm here? I'm an oyster connoisseur. Like I all have right. a list in my phone. I'm glad of, you like, said all that. All the oysters I've ever tried, all the different types. Really? Yeah. Okay, so. Tell us the big difference between how it tastes between from being uh, steamed versus being like that. char grilled, boiled, you know. So raw yeah. oysters, it also depends on like where you're, what part of the country you're getting them from. Very true. East coast oysters are going to be really briny and small. West coast oysters are going to be bigger and earthy. And then Gulf coast oysters are somewhere in between and they're usually really big. Um, they're served raw, steamed, char grilled or baked. Okay. Char grilled is like, with cheese, lots of flavor, very fatty, kind of like a good balance. You're gonna get a lot of flavor down here. Raw and steamed are pretty similar. Um, you're just getting the taste of the oyster, but yes. at a different temperature. I don't know. Like I really don't get <laughs> steamed oysters. And then baked, right. they usually do like a Bienville or a Rockefeller or something like that, and they top it with different types of. I think um, that might be the only that might. I think that might be the only style I haven't tried of an oyster. Rockefeller. I haven't yeah, I haven't baked. I haven't oh, had baked. Yeah. Kind no. of like the texture of the actual oyster is kind of like steamed, mm -hmm. and then it's like char grilled in the way where they add a lot of flavor to it with like breadcrumbs and cheese, and like it's more of a um like a drier topping than like a melty topping. Okay. Sense? Like a melty no, that dough. makes sense. It's like more juice. Like well, it's juicier. When I already know how it is. I mean, down here you're gonna get a lot of char grilled oysters, pretty much. Um, and you're gonna get a lot of cheese. Um, you're gonna get a lot of seasoning on it um it's gonna taste good butter <laughs> it's gonna taste good um but you would you say you're tasting more season or you taste more oyster comparing the way new orleans food compared to everywhere else um when when i eat charcoal oysters yes um it depends on where you get them from and how hard they cook them so as someone who eats raw oysters, I like my charcoaled oysters to be a little bit less done. Like I want the mm. cheese to be melted, but I still want to get like yes. the oyster flavor. If yes. you char them where it's like black all around, mm -mm. you don't get as much as the, of the oyster <laughs> flavor because it's just like a little like 
I don't even know what it is anymore. And it doesn't really have like much of that oyster flavor right. to it. But like, those are really good, like to dip your bread in and like yes. do that kind of thing. So there's like two sides to nah, it. See, now you tell it to my inner fat man now. Nah, see, because like, if you can get some, the, the, the perfect blend of wine, oyster, bread, the right bread. Yeah. Because if you've been to New Orleans, you got to get the right type of bread that is hard to do at certain restaurants. I don't know what they're doing, though, because some restaurants serve the bread and it's just like they just slice it. They don't even chart, like put it on. They the don't bread. do nothing to it. <laughs> they just well, slice it and serve it. I thought that was I think that's really strange when people do that. That's a whole nother topic, I feel like. But <laughs> <laughs> but I agree with you on that, though. I'm like, come on, you, you can jazz up the bread a little yeah, bit. You yeah. Toast that motherfucker or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> put some butter on it, something. But um, definitely getting uh, the right type of oyster, wine, and bread mixing at a restaurant is 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 hella key. If you can get that um, at certain places, I would say uh, I'm trying to think if it's a good place that has that good combination. Morals is my favorite spot for charcoal oysters. Morals, there you go. I would say um, Basin. Oh, on magazine. On magazine. Yeah, I did a video for them. Yes, they you were did. Really good. Yes, they are good. And it, it was a surprise because I didn't expect that out of them at all because I never heard of them. Um, one day, I think uh, we were just walking down magazine and like, oh, it looks like a good seafood really place. Good there. Like, yes. When you walk in, you're like, this is just going to be like just an average place. Yes. And the service is slow, I think. But ever, the service is slow everywhere because everywhere is under. Yes. Um, so that's just a gift. Don't let that over. Yeah. Don't let that turn your way if there's not a lot of people in the restaurant. Yeah. Um. That's just because of pre uh, post COVID, things have just been a little slow. You just so. gotta give. You just gotta let it be slow. Yes. And don't enjoy it. the fucking food. The food at Basin surprised the hell out of me. I was not. I was so surprised. They're a little pricey, in my opinion. Um. But I think it's worth it. The oysters are worth it over there. My meal was calm. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> my meal was not, but. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i love that place uh it was one of my i would if i would give it if i was a critic or a, a reviewer i guess uh i would definitely give them a surprise um a surprise restaurant that i did not expect it would be really good yeah and then mm. sundays i do a bottomless brunch um i actually haven't been over there i don't oh, get up on a lot so i haven't but hold on hold on time out time out you, you said bottomless brunch yeah like bottomless mimosas Oh, okay. So, damn. All right. Yeah. So, ladies, hey, yeah, look. Food. I, I, <laughs> I don't think that's what I was thinking. I was like, wait a minute. So, you can eat whatever you want at a certain price. But now, nah, ladies, if y'all y'all heard her, bottomless limo, uh, mimosas at Basin Seafood uh, on Sunday nights. Sunday day. Sunday during the daytime. So, you can go get your church on, and then go. You know, <laughs> get full of that. <laughs> Brunch is the new church. <laughs> but uh. What would be uh, and one more on the on the restaurant as uh, as a as a hidden gem? Give us a hidden gem in New Orleans. I know you don't want to give away too many of your good ones, I but I I I try not to be a gatekeeper. You know, um, uh, Sue Generis. I know it's supposed to be pronounced Sweet Generis, but I've been saying Sue Generis forever, and I'm just like, just forgive me. We're gonna get into that in a second about um, the enunciation yeah, of things. Oh my god, people hate me. Um. But yeah, I they are super local. They grow everything on their farm. That's like a little bit outside of New Orleans and based on what they have available at their farm. And like, they also do like exotic ingredients that they got like 
brought in from different places. Um, okay. They change their menu every week based on what's available at their farm and what type of exotic ingredients they can get elsewhere. Okay. Um, and it's it's usually really good. Like 90% of the time it's good. I'm not going to say that everything I've had from there is good, but you have to give it to them for their creativity and the fact that they come up with this menu every week. So you have mm. to kind of like consider that a little bit, but they have the best cheesecake. Um, oh, they wow. have yeah okay. amazing desserts. They consistently have a great like cheese plate, like a charcuterie board. Mm. Um, and they always have a vegan dish. So if you're vegan, it's a great spot to try something new every week. I know it's hard to get like, a variety of vegan food in New especially Orleans. Especially New Orleans, yeah. Um, there is a few uh, vegan places. That place. Bearcat has great vegan food, too. Really? Bearcat? Where's that at? Um, they have one in uh, CBD and one uptown. And oh, honestly, okay. I told everybody, don't go to the uptown one because it's so busy. <laughs> that video went viral. And now the downtown one is so busy, I couldn't even get brunch there on Saturday. I was so pissed off. <laughs> it's like, I'm done telling y'all anything. All right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um so w one more thing finishing up with uh with tiktok um so what would be some of the, the hardest things you've experienced being a content creator because uh you've been doing this for a little while now right yeah i i would say for like i i don't know if it's because the pandemic like i don't know if it's been one year or two or what because that whole year just all blends in the timing is just like really weird these days no doubt um but it's i think it's been like two years and like just recently that i've gotten like bigger but i think when i was at more like 20 to thirty thousand followers and i started getting a lot of like strangers like you know people i don't know um saying negative things about me it's like really mm. hurtful um just because you you try not you try to be like i don't know this person like why do i care what they think right but you know, it's, it hurts me more when it's not true than when it's true. If someone says something negative that's true about me, I'm like, damn, they kind of right. But <laughs> right. if it's not true, it gets to me so much. And like, I have spent a lot of time like dwelling on like negative comments that I and I probably shouldn't. I probably just I get a lot of positive comments. I yeah. get a lot of positivity on my page, but the hate always like overpowers that i can get a hundred nice comments and if i get one mean one like that's the one i'm thinking about yeah i mean a lot of times you're gonna probably get you're probably gonna get negative comments from people that don't even have the balls to put it on their real account oh they'll be fucking hiding behind it's user five seven one yeah no profile picture as soon as i see numbers in your profile i'm like dismissing that shit yeah. um we've had the same thing with with our podcast we've had you know people try to either disrupt uh certain things that we put out there or they try to just you know just be a straight up asshole just because yeah. you know you're just gonna you're just gonna come across the type of people everybody's gonna have their opinion i've gotten so much better Absolutely. at that lately just trying to focus on the positive and just letting the haters do their thing in the comment section by themselves absolutely not responding just like the people that they might get on you about uh, your enunciation of things yeah let just let them talk because if, if anything, if anything, if they commenting, I look at it like this: if you're in, you're in the business of creating content. Mm -hmm. If somebody, if you made somebody feel a reaction, I think it's you did your stuff. job already. Yeah, I know what you. Now, mean. even though it might not be the one that you wanted, mm -hmm. you made somebody feel something. Yeah, no, and it's and it's a boost. Every comment you get. Yes. And the people. I always think it's like, I like when people argue with other people. Like, I'm not involved in my comments, 
when there's two people having a full I ain't gonna that is kind of conversation just amongst themselves, like nothing to do with me. They're just arguing about something. And I'm like, Facts. wow. Okay. <laughs> like, go off. I like I didn't mean to start this, but um what's oh, I'm the, reading all of the that. Po- where the popcorn at? Yeah. Damn, that's what you said. <laughs> Look. I get it because uh, I don't know because you, you start off from from not having any followers and then you start off from where you are now. It's like damn, it's like I did this, I created this. No, it's crazy. It, it is, it, but it's it's so beautiful at the end of the day of what you created, as long as it has a, a great message. And I think you do. Yeah. Um, you want to be able to inform people about where to go, where to hang out, mm-hmm. where to go have fun, where to have a good place to eat with your family or friends or a date. People need to know that stuff because yeah. there's so many things to choose from in the city. Um, you can't experience them all, especially if you're, uh, say, for instance, if uh, uh, someone out of town that came to check out your page and you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to see what she has to say about certain places because I just don't know what the fuck to eat. Yeah. You know, and then you might have helped somebody, you know, narrow it down really it's quickly. It's time consuming. And yeah. Like- it's it's genuine to me because I'm truly someone that loves going out to eat, that loves going to events and festivals. Absolutely. So it makes it so easy for me because in my everyday life, I'm always looking for something to do. I'm always, I spend hours, like before I pick a place to eat, I'm looking at their tagged photos. I'm looking at who's been there. I'm looking at whatever mm, he's wearing. I'm looking that's at good the point. menu. And that. it's extremely time consuming. And not everybody like wants to do that. And so I love just providing a resource for people to be like, okay, I don't want to have to do any of the research. Like, where should I go? <laughs> and I've made um, playlists lately. That's like, you can click on the top of my page and it'll be like food, drinks, things to do. Like, so you can just, you don't have to sort through like my whole page. Um, Cause I do post like other funny things and you can just see like exactly where to go. No. And it makes me so happy when people come back and they're like, I mm. loved it. I had so much fun. I went to a food festival the other night and I had so many people coming up to me like, I'm here because of you. Like I'm having so much fun. Like thanks for posting this, and it makes me feel really good. So I want to keep doing it. Has anybody ever uh, came up to you out on the street and said, "Hey, I watched your TikTok. Yeah, you helped me out a lot now. Really? Yeah, that is good. It's so cool. <laughs> I love it. I want to be humble and be like, but I love it. <laughs> it's I, so fun. I'm not gonna lie. Coming across certain people and be like. Oh yeah, man, I heard of your show, man. Yeah, isn't it the best feeling? I'm like, shit. I'm like, shit, make sure you turn in. Here, here, here's a free yeah. shirt. Here's a, you know, I, yeah. I, I love giving away free stuff. Um, especially to the people that's been big supporters. Um, but yeah, I mean, it definitely does give you a different boost, I guess. Um Yeah. And it makes yeah. you feel like what you what you're spending your time doing is worthwhile. Absolutely, because it's a lot of fucking time. It's so time. So much time. Um, but Let's finish up. I have two more quick questions for you before we get up out of here. And we ask these questions to every special guest on our show. Um, so if you already been watching the show, you already know what it is. So uh, being in New Orleans, mm-hmm. you know, we have our special two types of sandwiches down here. Um, it's kind of like getting the chopped cheese in New York or getting uh, mambo sauce out in, uh, in D.C., uh, so the two cho- the two choices that you have, po' boy, uh, shrimp po' boy, or a hot sausage po' boy, which one would you choose? Shrimp po' boy. Shrimp po'? Tell me why. Um, You're making me happy already, but why? I think it, 
I honestly like I've I've probably had a hot sausage po' boy like one time. It has no appeal to me. But I'm by I don't really like I don't really like pork like that. Okay. Or like you know, like I'm a big seafood person. I actually would choose a catfish po' boy over a hot sausage po' boy too. Oh Lord, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so. Oh shit! I mean, I love catfish, but damn, I love like, <laughs> and I like smother it with cocktail sauce. That's no, 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 doubt, no doubt. Do. Catfish like in in Louisiana on a Sunday is you can get a good catfish in a lot of places. You know where I've had the best catfish at um on the Zulu parade route. Really, Some dude was like cooking catfish in the back of his <laughs> truck, and it was like the <laughs> best catfish I've ever had. It was like you know the thin, like perfectly crispy, it was so hot because he was just cooking it right there. Oh, yeah, be on the lookout for uh, we we're gonna have a, a additional bonus content, uh, audio only, unfortunately, but uh, we have some good stories about Mardi Gras this year, um, that we will put out there on the audio. So make sure y'all stay tuned to that. Follow our show and make sure y'all can get. Uh, that additional content with Alex. Um, but yeah, you, you brought up a good point. Um, you can, during Mardi Gras season is when people are the super cool, super generous. Um, I oh, think no, I had to pay for it. Oh, he told you? Oh, well, that's still. Yeah, he was charging everybody, not just me. <laughs> <laughs> but still, still, you're going to get a lot of good food out here. Yeah. Um, um, my, one of my favorite parades to go out here is uh, Non-Tops. Uh, I always say Non-Top is the black parade. It's the black parade of Mardi Gras. I know Zulu is the face of black uh, Mardi Gras, but I'm, I'm telling you. I've heard amazing things. Non-tops. Everybody, and I'm like, I've been and they're like, you have to go, you have to go. I know my mom flew in that day and I had to pick her up from the airport. It's always the Saturday before Mardi Gras and the in Algiers. Is Endymion. Yes. Yeah. And Demi's that night. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a day, it's a day parade. So it's um, usually like around early that morning, like about 10. Yeah, about 10 in the morning. And it ends maybe like about five in the afternoon. It's a long parade, but it's, it, it makes several different loops. Um, and, but it's all in the Algiers area. Trust me. I think y'all will love it. I'm, I'm going next year. Like if my mom comes in, she's got to take an Uber. Yeah. I mean, especially this, I mean, especially with Mardi Gras finally coming back after two years. So um, it was dope this year. That was, uh, it was such a blast. And I yes. marched this year. Did you? Yeah. You didn't that's see? Right. That's right. You did say that. Yeah. You edit that part out. But- on, <laughs> yeah. I was on a, um, I was on a Mardi Gras team this year and I marched with them. It was a crazy experience. With the, uh, the steppers, right? No, I marched with the NOLA bombshells. I'm not on the team anymore. I left the team, but, um, it was like just a really cool experience. Mm. But it was it was a little it was getting a little bit too expensive for me. So, I can imagine. Yeah, Mardi Gras teams and a cruise are very expensive. Yes, it is, especially the throws. I mean, you got to provide your own throw packages and all that good stuff. So yeah. yes, I know. <laughs> Be prepared. Um, but yeah, you already heard you heard it already. Alex is team shrimp, so uh, so don't get mad about it. Uh, fuck your feelings. But uh, <laughs> no, that's what I wanted to bring up. So you said, uh, where, where did you go to get the the hot sausages pole boy from? I'm I curious. Know. I haven't. I feel like I haven't had a hot sausage pool boy in years. Like it probably was before I even moved to New Orleans. I would say, I would give it a shot one more time. I will. I'm. I don't. It's gonna be difficult to me to choose it like over like shrimp because that's what I usually go for. But yeah. I, I mean, I'm gonna give it a try. Like I would say. I mean, we on you're on the West Bank right now. I would say, try out Durbandy, uh, food store. I think it would be 
I think you would really like it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try it out. Um, give it another chance. Yes. Because like, but I with the hot sauce, like I like like a lot of like I like fully dressed. Yes. Can you get it fully dressed. Yes. Okay. Shout out to EJ the DJ uh, who couldn't be here today. Uh, he he would probably be extremely sad to hear you not pick hot sauces. Um, sorry, bro, but uh, Team Shrimp killed hot sauces for season three. We already started season four off right, so uh, I'm I'm already excited. So uh, <laughs> so I got one last question for you. Uh, it's also another question that we always ask. So Alex, being a content creator, how would you give some free game to your younger self um, before you got started? What some what some kind of knowledge that would you give to yourself before you got started? I would say, like I was saying before. Try to pay less attention to the haters. Don't let it get to you as much. Yes. Um, I'd also like not every video is gonna go viral, not every video is gonna do well, and that's okay. Like it doesn't mean that you're not good at what you're doing, or you know, you're not funny or you're not giving people <laughs> what they want, because it, it does it does sting a little bit whenever you post something and like nobody's liking it or no one's interacting with it. But I've learned that not everything I put out is going to be a hit, and that's okay. Very true. Very true. Um, and it also depends on what platform you're on, too. Um, I know TikTok is your main platform. Mm -hmm. um, have you have you thought about going to other platforms? To... I mean, on, I've been on Instagram, like, just, like, regular. I just recently, a few months ago, started posting onto Instagram. Mm -hmm. I don't like Instagram as much. I think it's so, like... Yeah, and like, oh, like it's hard to be real on TikTok on uh, Instagram because everyone's so judgmental on there. And it's like, kind of like how Facebook became. Yeah, it's like, kinda, yeah, you know, whatever. I started posting on YouTube, um, but that's I'm not as consistent. But I, I'm trying to get better at it. My people really love my TikToks, and like, mm. they don't do nearly. I put what I post on TikTok, I post on Instagram, and it does not. It's completely do different. <laughs> don't want to see me eating they want to see me in a bathing suit so that's how it yeah happens. that's that is that is very true so <laughs> <laughs> you know i just that is I good try, i'm trying but that's a good point. not what they want to see <laughs> that's a good point i didn't think about that part um tiktok yeah tiktok is a little bit more real um you get a lot more genuine people on there right now because it's so it's so new um, I think over time, you know, we'll see if it can kind of stand the test. Yeah, I hope it does. Cause obviously, cause I'm doing well on there, but because it's more genuine, I I'm excited. I'm ready for brands to start getting on TikTok because yeah, and they, see, they're coming though. Yeah, though they are. They are. Kim, Kim is on TikTok now. Mm -hmm. that's, that's when I knew I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> it's going. So Kim Kardashian has, is on TikTok is never like, it's, you're it's smart happening because now. you jumped on it before it was a wave. If I would have joined TikTok this year, I wouldn't be. Oh, yeah. They've already changed the algorithms on it. Yeah, yeah. So it's already different for people that's going to be trying to make a name. It's going to be a lot harder for you now. It's so hard now. And like my, my friends used to like make fun of me because I had it. It was like the, an app for kids, like during the pandemic in 2020. Damn, that is true. I forget about that. Like, grow up. Like, you're not a teenager. Like, why are you out here <laughs> making TikToks? And now I'm getting brand diesel Popeyes. So, <laughs> yo, and it's funny because like the the number one thing that people think about when you when you say, "Oh, you you making a TikTok?" Like they thinking you're gonna be dancing and right, right. Like, no, I'm not shucking and jiving yeah, on here. Dancing TikTok. <laughs> it's more than that. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah. yeah, so TikTok is definitely ahead of the game in, in, as far as everything. So you were extremely smart. So shouts out to you for doing yeah, everything I, you've been doing. Silver lining with the pandemic because I <laughs> I wouldn't have been doing that if I wasn't stuck at home. Well, you know, everybody was bored in the house, you know, so we had to come up with something. Yeah, I'm glad I did. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so yeah, so that's that's it for for this show. Uh, any last thoughts from uh, from you, Alex, uh, before we get up out of here? Um, no, I mean, I just want to shout out to everybody who follows me and who supports me. Um, I like appreciate every single one of my followers. I'm not able to create content and do what I do and get these brand deals without the support of y'all. And I will continue to keep making content about whatever it is that y'all want me to talk about as long as you keep supporting me. Keep making them food reviews uh, from New Orleans because I love them shits. Uh, and I know a lot of people do. Um, like I said, you've been doing your thing. You've been tearing it up on TikTok. So shout out to Alex. Um, thank you for stopping through to HQ. Um, we appreciate it um, for the second time. So uh, so shout out to Alex. Um, make sure y'all check us out on this episode. Make sure y'all go to our website, themotherfuckingpod.com. Get the merch. Get the ep Download the episode. Get the merch as well. As you see, I'm rocking the black and red hat. Um, I got the, the dog tags. We got the shirts, the hoodies, the masks. Uh, protect yourself from uh, the monkey flu and Amarokran, Amarion, whatever coming through. So make sure y'all protect yourself and get the motherfucking mask. Um, but like I said, also make sure y'all check out this episode here that's going to be up um, very soon for season four. Um, so you already know, man. Season four, get the motherfucking new season. Check us out. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and our, uh, our Instagram and TikTok. You already know what it is. I'm Mr. Headquarters. Shout out to my dog, EJ the DJ. Um, make sure y'all check us out again on all our socials. You already know what it is. It's the motherfucking pie.